Max. <laughs> you know, I always... Hi, Erica. I feel like this whole airplane topic, airline topic, has gotten me really thinking about all the flights that we're going to take. <laughs> I feel like you think that because I've traveled more in the last two months yeah. than I have in the last two years. Which is pretty crazy, even though most people don't realize that you fly... All, All the, the time. time. <laughs> it's just things are getting back to normal, which is good. So the FCC prohibits the use of mobile phones while the aircraft is in the air. But each airline sets their own rules about using the phones in flight mode on their planes. There's a lot of confusion around this topic. I think people don't know. Everyone, Most people know you're not supposed to be on a phone call on the plane. But then I don't understand what is flight mode anyway. Can you explain that? Sure. So flight mode or airplane mode is uh, essentially a feature on your smart device, mainly on your smartphone or your tablet or that your, shuts your off iPhone. or your iPhone or your iPhone, oh, my Samsung, that shuts off all the transmitters. So it shuts off Wi-Fi, it shuts off Bluetooth, and obviously it shuts off cellular. So most airlines do allow you to turn on Bluetooth, though, and turn on Wi-Fi. But there is a fee, right? You have to sign on and pay a fee to use the Wi-Fi? Yeah, you definitely have to pay for the Wi-Fi. Most airlines give you the option of either per flight or you can, like guys like me, sign up for the monthly subscription. Do you have so a that, monthly su subscription? I have a monthly subscription. Wait, you do? Because how do. come you're not sharing it? We were flying together recently and I had Well, nothing. here's here's the problem I learned with monthly subscriptions. You can only use it while you're in the air. So oh. if we're both flying together, it won't allow us both to use it. If I had a colleague, for example, that wanted to use it, this is kind of like sharing Netflix accounts. Uh. As, as long as we're not using it at the same time, Which you it's can, okay. Though. We can, it should be allowed. Like well, a, a yeah, two or Netflix two is a little better. Users. Yeah, it gives you that like kind of two to five or two to four. I think so it's you, two to three users. Although airplane Wi-Fi has definitely gotten better, how does the Wi-Fi actually work when you're in the airplane? Well, when you're up in the air, it's essentially using satellite. Now, there's two forms of satellite that it uses, but essentially it's using a satellite transmission. Sometimes it's using ground relay as well, but that's how you're getting internet up in the air. So how does it not interfere like everything else with the ground network? Well, it's a satellite array that's designed not to interfere with the equipment. If you've ever seen on the airplanes, they've got those like bumps on top yeah. of the air, uh, of the airplane, whether it's JetBlue or Delta or whatever yes. airline you fly. I have seen that. Yeah. Well, see, you're very observant. Some people don't notice them. I like to check everything out. You know? <laughs> Some people sure don't notice them because they're the same color as the airplane. Uh, but for the most part, those bumps actually hold a satellite array or equipment with a dish that's essentially tuned to a satellite. So do these bumps work with low orbit satellites, like the ones that Elon Musk is and SpaceX are sending up to space, or do they use the towers? They don't use Elon Musk's Starlink satellites because they're not currently providing any services to airlines. They do use uh, two primary service providers, one being Viasat and the other one being GoGo or GoGo in-flight internet. If you've ever used the service, you're familiar with it. Um, it's using some lower orbit satellites, but it's really not using those really low orbit Starlink satellites. The first version, when we used to have kind of slow internet speeds back in the day, <laughs> it used an array called KU band. 
that's similar to if you've seen people with like a dish network uh, oh, satellite yeah. dish, like that, those little satellite dishes. I always wonder if those really do anything. They they do, yeah. And, and what are they on getting? Airplanes. What channels are these people getting with the dish? <laughs> well, they're getting everything. I mean, they're getting TV, they're getting internet because they they typically, if you're out in a rural area, you don't have a lot of options. So that's kind of the way you have to think about it. The earlier versions of the airplane internet was using those bands and also using ground-based cellular antennas. But unfortunately, those would only work when you're over land. So if you were flying to Europe over water, there aren't any floating towers. So you'd have horrible speeds. Now, over the last couple of years, the airline industry has transitioned into what's called KA band, which are more of those high speed, low orbit satellites that allow, you know, whatever it is that you fill a plane, 250, 300 people to all have a decent high-speed connection all at the same time using satellites. Yeah, I was wondering that actually, if everyone is on at the same time, wouldn't that just slow it down? It does. It does slow it down. The more people... So if you're on an airplane, you really have to download something, you might want to lean over to your neighbor and say, "Would do you really have to watch that <laughs> Instagram video right now? Because I'm trying to do work here, or which I've can, done once or twice, by the way. You can, you've asked people to stop. You can... <laughs> Do it before you get on the flight, like I do. I have all my movies prepared. Th that's true. It's all, but you're, but you're someone who really prepares in advance. I'm not. I don't always prepare in advance. <laughs> you know, it's um, interesting that you talk about those bumps that most people don't notice. I think that it would be interesting to know a fun fact that most planes are painted white or light colors. There's a thermal advantage, and it makes for easier inspection of cracks and dents on the fuselage. Colorful planes also have a very low resale value. Just another little tip in case you're looking to get into the <laughs> airplane market. That's actually very interesting. I never knew that. And I wonder, I remember back in the day I saw this documentary on American Airlines because they don't paint their planes. They just put the American oh, yeah. Airlines logo like on the tail and kind of like, like write it on the body. It, and what they figured out was the paint is so heavy when you paint an entire aircraft, that they were actually saving fuel by not painting their huh. aircrafts. But I like, I, I actually prefer the whole painted white and know when there's a crack or something that could potentially be a hazard. Recently, when we were at the airport, we saw the cool Celtics plane. I mean, talk about we going did. against everything we just said. It's like Kelly Green with like <laughs> all these pretty like things painted. They're not worried it. about cracks. No. <laughs> So having said all that, should I be really concerned that I forgot? Maybe, maybe I didn't, but I might have forgot to put on my airplane mode. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that may have happened to me once or twice or a hundred times because quite frankly, I don't usually turn airplane mode on because I know that there's nothing that my phone transmit that's going to interfere with the aircraft's operation. I think it has a lot less to do with technology and it has a lot more to do with the airline crew wanting to make sure that you're paying attention. Right, exactly. You know, I think that the truth is that the people who work in the airplane cabin, the flight attendants, don't really want it. Flight attendants unions have over 50,000 people that they represent and 20 different airlines and are actually against cell phones. And do you know that they only have 90 seconds or less to evacuate an aircraft in an emergency? Can you imagine if everyone was on their phones during that situation? I, I can imagine. I was just on a flight recently that was super short. It was like a, whatever, it was like a 45-minute flight. And they probably had 
12 or 15 minutes because of turbulence to serve everyone pretzels and drinks <sighs> and just to have to repeat everyone. We said we had Sprite right. and Diet Coke and coffee and everyone's like, oh, I'm sorry. I had my headphones on. I can't hear you. So yeah, I think it has a lot more to do with people paying attention for emergency reasons and just in general, their ability to actually provide service on the aircraft. I think there once was some talk about maybe in the future, there being a designated area of an aircraft to be a allowing phone conversations, but I still think that would be a bad idea. I, I do, but I think it's inevitable. I think we're going to get there. Actually, another interesting, unfortunate fact is that the flight attendants don't get paid until the doors to the aircraft are closed. So that means that flight attendants, everything that goes on, I mean, the hardest part of their job is the, is boarding and, is. and deplaning. Putting bags in the overhead bins, just dealing with people not liking their seats, all of that included, people probably don't realize that they're not getting paid for that. So that whole stressful part that of the boarding process, part. they're working for free. And the craziest part is there are not many industries where you would go to work and the first hour, which is the hardest hour of your job, you don't get paid. Isn't that unbelievable? That That is the most unbelievable thing. Because it is the hardest part, I always feel like, of any airplane. Because I, I always feel like, are these people flying for the first time? I yeah. mean, I've done this like a million times. And every time they're like, wait, seats? What's, what's C? What's 17C? How well, do I put my bag up there? A very cool thing, though, that was just announced is that Delta will be paying their flight attendants from the moment they step on the plane, which is a pretty cool thing because they are now the only airline to do so. Interestingly... Most people don't realize that they are also the only airline that don't have union representatives for their flight attendants. That's They're interesting. They're not a unionized. The pilots are in a union. Are, are unionized, but not the But the flight attendants flight are crew. not. And I oh. do think that they're getting a lot of pressure on that. So they are willing to pay them up to 50% based on tenure. So up to, I mean, it's still not a lot of money, but it's something. And hopefully it would open the door for future airlines to do the same thing. Maybe now when people step on the plane, they'll be even a little bit more empathetic and respectful. Well, I'm happy to hear that because I fly Delta all the time. <laughs> yes, you do. All the time. <laughs> so there's been a lot of talk in the news about 5G near airports. And why is everyone so concerned about 5G C-band interfering with aircrafts? So 5G C-band operates in a band that's very close to an aircraft's radio altimeter or radar altimeter. altimeter. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what tells the aircraft how far it is off the ground. Oh, okay. And just to give you a sense of the bands or how near it is, 5G C band, which is the stuff that now recently has made my 5G phone really light up. Mm -hmm. It's going like three or four times Super faster fast. than it was before. So that C band operates at a range of 3.7 to 3.98 gigahertz. And the altimeter we just talked about on the plane operates at 4.2 to 4.4 gigahertz. So pretty close. So it's, well, it's about a 200 megahertz buffer. Usually the FCC require a 100 megahertz buffer. So it's twice as much as what's required. But it's concerning because a lot of the airplane's operation is done based on how far you are off the ground or that altimeter. So, which is, by the way, kind of important during a landing process when you're approaching an airport. 
Yes, that's be very important to be able to see the runway, especially when there's bad weather. That's right. Like in your favorite movie, you always like that scene. Oh, yeah, Die Hard too, when right? they unfortunately change what the plane thinks as far as its altitude. And they end up, unfortunately, crashing into the ground. Yeah, but then Bruce Willis does something to cause a fire Later on, on the yeah, runway yeah. so that the next plane with his wife lands. Which was amazing. The way he <laughs> just pulled the cap off the gasoline of the airplane and then lit it on fire as it was taking off. I love that movie. So a plane can't land if there's interference of that frequency? Well, a plane can still land either by using the light indicators next to the runway. That's an old school way of staying on what's called the glide slope. Glide slope. Glide we'll slope. talk about that after. <laughs> or by disabling certain systems like an auto throttle and an autopilot uh, that may interfere with landing in case of an interference. So when you said glide slope, I started thinking of my days snowboarding. Ah, oh, the memories. <laughs> that was a good time. What does that have to do with landing a plane? So the glide slope, you have to think of it as a virtual path that you descend a plane to end up at just the right spot on the runway. When I used to fly single engine Cessnas back in the day, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, memories as well, <laughs> uh, I would know that I was in the right glide slope by the light indicators next to the runway. Depending, oh, yeah. it's You have to think of it as like depending on the angle that I'm descending, you would see different colors of lights. You actually memorize a few key rhymes when you learn how to land with those lights. Oh, yeah. You know, you've always talked about totally diverting for a second. You always told me when I look at an airplane, like when an airplane is coming towards you, you know if it's landing or it's taking off by the lights you see. Because I think when you see a plane in the sky, you see blinking lights, you see green and red. That's right. So I, re I always remember you always <laughs> said it should be like gr green on the right. And everything's all yeah, right. Yeah, well, the wings, <laughs> well, those are different on the wings. Yeah. You yeah. have white and red. So you always I'm know. Like, yeah. I was seeing green. Oof, yeah. I should get my eyes checked. Okay. <laughs> so there, there was, there so was no was green. what was your riddle? But, what was the riddle? So the riddle is red over white. If you see red lights over white lights as you're descending, you're all right. So who's the red light? Like you're the red light coming in? No, over you're red. actually staring at two sets of two oh, lights okay. side by side over Another two lights side by side. Is it standard across all It is runways? standard across the entire world. Okay. So it's if an I, international I mean, standard. Recently, remember, there was a story in the news about a guy who had to land the plane. That's right. Had no experience. Like, this could save a life This right could now. totally. He so was, I'm it, landing a plane. I want to see red. Is this during the day or it's only for nighttime? I mean, do you see it, the light? You can see it in the, in the daytime as well. All right. Weather so permitting. red over white. I'm doing all right. <laughs> red over white. You're all right. You're going to hit the runway perfectly the way you're descending. Okay. White over white, you're out of sight. What is, who's sight? That means you're out of sight. You're going to overshoot the runway. You're, so that you're way tower too high. doesn't see me? Yeah, you're not coming in in an angle that's sharp enough to okay. hit the runway. You're not going to make the runway. And the lastly, red over red, you're dead. <gasps> that's horrible. Well, I don't like it's this. just to remind you that... You're way too low and you're probably going to hit the ground before you find the runway. That reminds me with nursing. There was always like a good way to remember putting on the EKG leads. We had like a similar little riddle. Smoke on the trees. I mean, no. <laughs> Wait, so there was smoke on the trees? You don't want that. It was snow on the trees. You want to put the white over the green and smoke over fire. Be black over red lead. Otherwise, if you did fire over smoke, oof. 
It would be it's not good. a dead bloke. <laughs> I don't good. know. <laughs> That's kind of red over red right there. Right. I got you. The, the problem with large commercial jets is they actually rely on a lot more automated systems, even during landing. So if the aircraft isn't reporting the right altitude and you've got automated landing turned on because maybe you have limited visibility, for example, it could definitely impact how the plane lands without any kind of human interference. Huh, so interesting. So in regards to 5G, were all commercial planes a concern for the FAA and FCC or only a specific model? The FAA actually issued landing procedure changes specifically to aircrafts made by Boeing. Uh, The majority of the procedure changes were for the 737, the 757, and 767 line of aircrafts. I think that you're the only man that knows the model of the aircraft. Like, I get on and I pray we land. Like, that's it. Like, I just want to go and land safely. I don't know the model. I don't know the procedures of the... I don't know the statistics and the updates. And you are like, it's a 737 and we're going to (laughs) take off and we're going to land. And it's just crazy. But it's nice. It's comforting that you are you have such knowledge on the different models. <laughs> Every time there's turbulence and you turn over to me and say, are we OK? Oh, yes, is the because airplane on the good? 737, things have never happened in Well, the years. difference is that those aircrafts have auto throttle and autopilot for landing. So not knowing what altitude you're at, if there's interference with the altimeter, is kind of a big deal. Unlike other commercial airline manufacturers like Airbus or Embraer, that don't use those systems. Well, that brings us to game time. Game time. All right, so for this episode, and because there is no one else I know that has flown on airplanes more than you, Max, (laughs) I'm going to see how many airline taglines you can match to the correct airline. Oh, boy. All right. Are you ready? We are going way back with this one. The Wings of a Man. The Wings of a Man was a tagline (laughs) for an airline? It might have been in the 1970s. I mean, you were just a young lad. So (laughs) what do you think this one is? Uh, Maybe it's like... Ireland? No, Air Eastern Ireland? Airlines. That was oh, a tough that was one. Eastern? That was tough. It was before you Eastern were really was aware the wings of, of a man. I had frequent flyer miles on Eastern Airlines. Really? Back Did in they? The day. They really? Yeah, yeah. I used to fly a lot between Miami of and New course, York. Of course, you see, and that's why I'm shocked that you didn't know that. <laughs> something special in the air. Who is something special in the air? <laughs> I have no idea. A hint. You've already mentioned them in this episode. Delta. Nope. American, American Airlines. Airlines? Oh, you're really, you're disappointing. Me. They have so many different taglines, I feel like. Here we go. Work hard, fly right. I, I mean, you need to pay attention. I, I paid no attention to any taglines. Con- Continental Airlines. Oh, wow. They don't, they, do they even exist anymore? I don't know. Aren't they, I think I they're part of United enough. now. <laughs> fly like a CEO, pay like a temp. Oh, I know this one. <laughs> this is... Virgin? Yes. Oh my God. Only Richard yes. Branson would think of yes, something like exactly. that. Wait, they have another one that I think is amazing. Virgin Atlantic. More experienced than the name suggests. <laughs> that, that was funny? hilarious. Yeah. We'll take more care of you. We'll take more care. Is this a U.S. airline? I can't. Or just, I, you can't. We're just talking airlines. Uh, I don't know. Lufthansa? British Airways. They have another tagline. 
Wow. They have something like to serve. Okay, well, to fly and I serve. Been there, That's, so I, I remember I that tagline from Flying British Airways to, to fly and serve or something like that. You above all, or stop flying, start jetting. That's got to be united. No, hint, hint, double hint. Start jetting. Jet blue. Oh, you're right. <laughs> you really are not. I'm good horrible at this. Game. At this. <laughs> you're going to like us. Southwest? British Airways. <laughs> you said they have another they one. They all have like a hundred taglines. Okay, lines. let's go. Let's really focus here. I'm Are focusing. Let me take a deep breath. A whole different animal. It's something to do with an animal? Frontier Airlines. That That's what I knew. Uh, I always remember yeah, Frontier. You knew it. I know. It's, I could tell. <laughs> it's not just an airline. It's Israel. Well, allow, obviously. <laughs> I mean, that one's a giveaway. Well, thank God you got one of them. I got two now. Got we two. will take more care of you. That sounds like Cathay Pacific. You know what? I don't even know what you just said because I don't even know. Is that an airline? <laughs> yes, it is an airline. <laughs> it was actually Pan Am. And I have to say they did not take good care of me because no. they decided to shut down their entire they, they business did. when we were at the just, airport. Like when I was Oh, a my teenager. God. That happened to you? Yes. And it was horrendous. We were at like the gate. That happened to me with Eastern, actually. Really? Yeah. World class, worldwide. Um, a. <laughs> a. A. Uh, Canada, Canada yes. Air. Air Canada. Air Canada. I'm so sorry. They say it backwards. Come fly with me. Fly the friendly skies. Delta. United Airlines. Of course. Now this might be my favorite tag. Are you ready? I'm ready. Everything for your love. Wow, that's is that Southwest? <laughs> no, that would be like everything for you to remain in this airplane. <laughs> and, and not having a sign seat. How about Avianca? After all, they fly to Cartagena, which was oh, probably right. the most romantic place I've ever been Wait, in my life. Didn't we fly? Yes. We did fly to Avianca. I just would think you would have thought of your love when I said that, but okay. All right. I did hear a few funny ones. Obviously, these were not real, but Delta, because people flying from Boston to Chicago should get to see Atlanta, too. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. And then I heard. Oh, I see Atlanta all the time with Delta. Southwest. Why? <laughs> why is pretty. Why sounds pretty good. I remember growing up that there were it was more like funny taglines that people would. Oh, like jokes. Yeah. Like make fun of the airlines like Air France was Air Chance. Mm -hmm. And Swiss Air was the chocolate airline. And you had uh, El Al was every landing always late because wow. they were never on time. Well, okay. those were the only taglines <laughs> I remember. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening today. Please continue to listen and subscribe. You could always find us on Spotify, Amazon, Google, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. You could find us on Instagram at Techie and the Blonde or ask us any questions or suggest topics we should discuss at techieandtheblonde at gmail.com. And our new and exciting website has launched, techieandtheblonde.com. You can find tons of content, pictures, everything discussed on the episodes. Thanks again. Thanks <laughs> again.